it's a day by day, you just say, well, here's the challenges today. And I guess the biggest thing is, is you gotta be willing to solve problems. If you're not comfortable solving problems, go find an eight to five job. Welcome to East Idaho Entrepreneurs Podcast. Inspiring stories from local people and businesses you likely already know and trust. Here is your host, third generation family business entrepreneur, Renee Oswald. Welcome back to another episode of East Idaho Entrepreneurs. If you are a new listener, I'm so glad to have you. On this show, I interview local entrepreneurs, business owners, influencers, and all around interesting people and learn their origin stories. I love learning about how and why people are in the business they are in, and I find it inspiring. And I also love to get to know our neighbors better. I know that that makes for a better community and we all need a little connection, especially right now. So guys, I'm so excited to share my guest with you today. This gentleman and his family provide East Idaho with late summer and fall entertainment and create masterpieces on acres of land. So welcome Ryan Cyril of Wild Adventure Corn Maze. Thanks Renee. So glad to have you Ryan. Appreciate it, yeah, I'm excited, so. I had to I had to kind of nail him down on a day that thankfully he couldn't be in the combine because of some, something is happening. So yeah. thank you for letting me nail you down. Yeah, so we ran into some green grain. I'm hoping that we get done with this and I go right back to it, but. Yeah, we're gonna, so. while we're talking, it's going to not oh, be yeah. green. Oh yeah, it's gonna warm up <laughs> and it's gonna ripen and we're gonna be good. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, so Ryan, tell us a little bit about the Wild Adventure Corn Maze. I think we all kind of have an idea what it is. We look forward to it in the fall. Um, and then you also have sunflower days that are happening right now. So tell us a little bit about it. What is this business? Okay, so the Wild Adventure Corn Maze, we'll go back a little bit here, um, was actually started by Sean Stallworthy like in 96. Um, I'm the third owner. Uh, Sean ran it for a couple years and then he kind of changed pace and he turned into the guy that now plants and designs the mazes. So that's what he does and he handed it off to a gentleman by Richard Johnson who then moved it uh, out of Shelley. So in 98, 97, those, those years it was right off uh, just south of Shelley. Right. Um, when Richard picked it up, he moved it down by him, down to the Roseforth exit, which is where a lot of people are still familiar with. That's where it's at. I yeah. mean, I still get calls of, we're here, but I don't see You're it. You're not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we moved three years ago. So, um, so, and then three years ago, we brought it to this current location. Uh, and Richard ran it for a year, and then he offered it to me to purchase, um, just due to the things in his life and where he was headed, and he wasn't having time. And... Um, and in moving it here, it made it harder for him to take care of it. And so uh, we looked at it and me and my wife talked and we're like, you know what? This sounds like a good opportunity. Uh, it sounds fun. It's, it keeps us in the ag industry, which we're known, you know, I'm a part of and I understand that. Um, but it, it's a new aspect of ag that's going to create a challenge for us. And we're excited Let's to take it. on challenges. So Okay, so we're going to come back to your history and how mm -hmm. you got there. But for those few who may not know, what is what is the corn maze? What are sunflower days? Okay. What is it? So uh, the corn maze is that. It's a maze in a bunch of corn, right? And as a farmer. And okay, how I'm many like, acres are you talking about? So uh, right now we're, we have 13 acres of corn. Uh, the maze, each year is a little different with the maze, but a little over six miles of trail out there. So if you were to walk every inch of trail, you're going to get a six mile workout. Yeah, right? so, that's great. Um, and you get to okay, come out. And, this in, might be me because mm -hmm. I could be wandering the whole six miles and not be able to get out. Is yeah. this like, are you trapped in there once uh, you get so, in? So um, one of the things we typically say to large groups, because we have a lot of youth groups that come out um, and in our area, it works really good. Like if you always turn right, if you always choose the right, <laughs> you'll get out. So okay. it's actually really easy. Just take a right and you're okay. good. Okay. Typically, it's not always the case. But <laughs> however, this year's maze is uh, I've got turned around in it a couple times already so <laughs> you, okay so, so it's already cut. It's cut i mean it's grow it grows yeah. like that so there's a couple of different ways to do it and sean has i think got the better route which is also why i continue to work with sean on it because there's a couple other maze designers and builders um but we plant it that way got so it. um the pathways are in there from day one uh, as soon as the start the corn starts to come up it's six inches tall you can see the pathways you can see the design um, and we do that because one, it eliminates cost. Um, the cost of the corn seed is about a dollar or a hundred dollars an acre. And so if I can eliminate putting it in the ground, if right. I'm not going to use it, right. let's keep that cost. Um, it also allows me to, uh, I don't have to have Sean come back 
in his busy time and cut the maze out using his fancy GPS system. Yes. And so this allows me to just go, you know what, I need to go clean the pathways up, till up the 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 weeds that are in the pathways and I can do that. I don't I don't have to kind of get into Sean's schedule. And some days, like last year, that was two days before we opened is when Sean showed up. And I'm like Oh, so you did it differently last yeah, year. Yeah. We've we've made changes. Last year was our first year, so we've made changes based off of what we did last year. And we'll continue we'll make changes again after this year. Yeah. Um and so, so does Sean actually plant it for you or, mm -hmm. okay, yeah. so you guys c come up with the idea together or does he um, say, here's the ideas? So we, we're new to this. Last year we said, Sean, this is what we want to do. This is the design, the theme we want to go with. And, and last year came, it was veterans. It was veterans, mm -hmm. right? And we did that for our first year. We wanted to um, give people... You know, this is our first year. This is what we're about, right? We're, yeah. we're about supporting the community and we're yeah. about supporting that. Um, I got a father-in-law and a brother-in-law that are veterans. And so we're like, you know, this just works in good. And we want we wanted that. And so that's why we chose a veteran theme. And then Sean went, awesome. I've got a design that would fit really well with your layout already done. It'll be easy since it's already done. It's going to yeah. cost you less because I don't have to go custom make one for you. Good. Like even better. Yeah, no right? kidding. And so um, that's that's how we went that way this year. I'm like, Sean, we want to do something fun because we want to have fun. When do you bring decide? Fun. When do you plant? Uh, well, we decide the design of the maze before, like, October, November of this of the year. Of last year. Of yeah, the last year. year. Uh -huh. So as the, the maze is coming to the end of this year, we're already thinking, like, okay, now what design do we do next year? One, if we do it before the end of the year, Sean gives us a discount. Sure. And so that helps out. Okay, but now I'm going to jump in uh -huh. again. But this year's theme, you just announced it. Well, it's like, not announced... Oh, it's not announced. No, so we're doing All little right. sneak peeks right now. Oh, that's what you're doing. Okay, so, oh. so this is not the announcement. No, okay, no, we're, got it. we're doing sneak peeks. We will announce it this week. It is coming this week. Uh, last year we announced it on the Fourth of July because of veterans. We wanted yes. to. This is a great time to announce it. This year we've been struggling on when to announce it. But if I flew over that right mm -hmm. now, I would be able to tell you what it was. Oh yeah, uh -huh. I can show you, Renee. Okay. Like right now, <gasps> I've flown it. I could, you could get a sneak peek before can anybody else. Can I have else. a sneak peek? Yeah. Oh, before you, guys, you go, I'll let you know. You're so jealous. I bet so, right now. Okay. So, um, you know, we we work with Sean over the winter to to get that design done and that maze layout put together. Um, and Sean does an amazing job doing that. And then he comes in. And it's funny, like most people that plant corn, they have this big 20, like 24 row corn planters, pretty common, because um, you want to cover ground. Sean comes in with this four row corn planter. And, so, and this little tiny little, tractor, yeah. and he fits in the back of like a he trailer. He looks like he's on so, a, one of those lawn tractors. Yeah, that you, uh -huh. oh yeah, it's like a little tiny, <laughs> uh, it's an awesome tractor. It's like every farmer's dream tractor that we can't justify buying because it can't do the job. But Sean can <laughs> but buy Sean, it. But Sean makes it work, and it's awesome. You know, we're all jealous of him. But, yeah. And I went and bought one this year to help out. That's one of the things we changed was um, just one to make Sean's life a little easier and two allowed us to be able to say we're going to be able to go in and till the path yeah, you have anytime some freedom. Mm -hmm. um, when it's needed when it's a little easier maybe multiple times so I went out and bought a little tiny tractor not as fancy as Sean's but um, so that we <laughs> can do steps. that yeah yes. yeah maybe one day I'll get yes. Sean's tractor I'll probably buy Sean's after he's used it exactly and, and you'll be perfectly happy with that <laughs> exactly yeah. so um Anyways, so that was that's the corn maze. The sunflower deal uh, was new last year. Sean came to me and he's like, hey, I know it's your first year, but I've got an idea for you. <laughs> I've seen this work in other areas. So there's this guy in New York who's uh, making, he's only open two weekends on these sunflower patches, uh, two Fridays and Saturdays, and he's bringing in a hundred grand. What? And I'm like, no are way. you serious? But it's upstate New York, right? Yeah, so he's got like population. 30 million people. Yes. And he's got all these people that live in a city and have never even seen dirt, let alone <laughs> a sunflower in their life, right? Yeah, and I'm like, right. okay, what's he charging? He's like, well, he charges 30 bucks a person to get Whoa. in. He's selling flowers at so much a flower. And I'm like, that's not our market. Yeah, like, right. I don't think that's the same. We're, yeah, we're still in an area that everybody still enjoys nature uh -huh. so much. So I don't know about that. So we decided, you know what? I've got a little piece of ground that's here that is kind of a dead piece of ground. Uh, we're not going to plant it with corn. So why not? Let's. And it's right adjacent to the corn maze. Yeah, yeah. In fact, it was um, almost hidden by the corn maze last year. Uh, if you're here, it was in the far corner right out here, but uh, it's about three acres 
Um, and then Sean just planted out a bunch of sunflowers just that he had left over. Oh, okay. So we had about a three acre little piece with so a small kind design. So it's a little project for both of you. See yeah. if it would work. See if it would work. Sean helped me out. Um, he actually, that year he goes, hey, you know, to, to get me to do it right, he goes, I'll plant it and I'll give, I'll do it all for free. All you got to do is figure out how to get the people here and get excited. And we said, okay, sweet. Did some research on sunflowers. Um, we kind of knew what we had. Uh, raised it, and then all of a sudden, I, it's this time of year. Well, it's, you know, last week of July, and I'm getting ready for grain harvest, and that's my focus right now. Uh -huh. I got 2,000 acres of grain I got to get cut. That's my focus. Um, Sean's telling me we got like a 60-day and a 90-day variety, and so we should have this long extended time to have people come and check them out. Yeah, right. You had and time. And I had my sister from Virginia out. And she's like, hey, I, can we go look at the sunflower patch? And I'm like, yeah, I, don't, I don't even know if they're blooming yet. You know? It was not on the top of your mind. Like, uh -huh. I've been elbows deep servicing trucks, right? Yeah. You know, like your husband. So yeah. um, anyways, we get out here and I'm like, oh, crap, they're blooming. Like, <laughs> we need people here right now. It's a like, good thing your awesome. sister took you out right? there. And then my grandma came out and she loved it. And then it was like, uh, we got to open tomorrow. Today's Sunday. We got to open tomorrow. How do we get the word out? And so we just started Facebook and Instagram as much as we could, uh -huh. uh, promoting what we could. And we went, it's a small patch. Photography is the big thing that we want to sure. focus on. So it was by appointment only. Um, we're working with photographers specifically. We're only going to allow so many people in there because it is a small piece of ground. And we're not, we don't want you know them stepping over each other and not be able to get the photo right, they want. Right. If they're going to pay to come in and do this. Right. So we did that. And, and it was pretty good. And then we found out we had 10, we, at the end of 10 days, everything just looked horrible. And I was unwilling to, there were, the flowers were still there. They looked okay, but I was unwilling to say, hey, you know what, give me 10 bucks at the time, 10 bucks a person to, to go come see, go see it. Flowers. Uh -huh. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I want your experience to be great. So yeah. we, we cut it off. We said, we're done. So you only got 10 days. 10 days. And how much work was that to get so, it planted? So um, again, it's about five months oh my of word. work. For that we got days. 10 days out of. That's crazy. Um, I don't think people probably really appreciate no. that. No, well, and, and, and it's hard to to put a value on that too because it's our time, right? Yeah. Well, what's your time worth? Yeah. You know, I can put a value on what Sean charges me to plant and what it costs for the fertilizer and the water. I can do that, but uh, we were out there hand weeding oh my areas. We were <laughs> All this out, time. Yeah, out spraying oh. weeds out, trying to get it as, as awesome as we and could. And here they are dead. And then five days, you know, 10 days in, we're like, man, this turned out horrible. Um, we're already dead. Okay, but you've got a whole nother patch out there. So yeah. this wasn't completely horrible. No. So luckily, Sean, Sean did that. Got us the flowers for free, right? He planted it for free. Uh -huh. he, the seed was free last year, and he did that to get me sold on it. This year, Sean's like, we're, again, me and Dale, Sean have made a deal on this because it was, again, a bunch of trial out here this year. We want to try. We took what we learned last year. We said, okay, now we can incorporate that into this year's, but we want to try even more and see how it's going to work. So last year we had like a 20 by 20 area that had a bunch of different variety of sunflowers. Okay. But we really couldn't tell what, what was what gonna, uh -huh. or how what was going to work. And then we had these, what I can I refer to as commercial varieties. It's what they grow commercially for, for oil seed. Yeah. And uh, that was the main of it. And so we learned that, oh, these oil seed ones, they're all about production, right? As a, as a farmer that's sure. growing, it's about it. production. Uh -huh. It's not about beauty. No. It's not about the flower. Yeah, just get It's about suckers. the seed, yes. right? So get them through blooming as fast as possible and into seed production. And so that's why we had such a short time oh, last see. year. I see. I see. But. They're, they were made to be like that. Yeah. They're yeah. designed that way. And. But they're also the ones that have the huge heads uh, because, again, the more head, the larger more. the head, the more seed, the better production. So they're the ones we're not going to see in this area. Yeah. They're awesome. Um, so we took what we learned last year, and then we said, let's just go big and better. And we want this to last a month. So we went in, and we, Sean sat down again, and we did a lot of research. And we went back, and we had multiple plantings to extend the season. So they're, they're staggered plantings. We uh, took an entire three acres and planted over 20 plus different varieties. Wow. Or so of sunflowers. Wow. 
uh, and said, let's see how some of these work. Now there are sections where some of them didn't work, whether we planted them too deep or they're not gonna work in our area, I don't know. They're, they, I would walk out there and I just feel horrible walking through this 20 foot section of like weeds. Nothing. Uh -huh. And others came on way early, like middle of July, they, they started blooming. Surprising to you me. You know, expecting it to be first of August when they come into bloom. Now these um, so, also, you also have a pattern in the sunflower yeah. patch, right? Yes. It's like a star and then the yeah, different just pathways that pathways come out there. there. Yeah. yeah. So Sean did his magic with the mm -hmm. whole GPS when you guys were planting. Yeah. So we well. planted the sunflower patch just like we do the corn maze. We yeah, took that technology amazing. and said, let's do this as well. And so. So I can have fun going out, wandering mm -hmm. around this, all of these paths, also mm -hmm. enjoying the beauty mm -hmm. of these flowers, yeah. but they aren't all blooming at the same time. No. So it's not just the photographer that you are looking for mm -mm. this year. This is open to the public. Yeah. So last year we decided the very last two days we were open, we were going to let people pick flowers. Okay. Because we didn't want a bunch of people picking flowers and not have a good photographer session. Well, because we went so big and we have the staggered plantings. There's plenty From of day one, we said, let's sell flowers, uh -huh. right? And then it was, well, we can sell them one at a time or we can do these pails, which is what has been a huge hit. Yeah. Because um, you buy the pail and then you can just feel it with, feel as, it many with as many flowers as you, want. as you want. And so, and it's an awesome, and then it gives you something to put the flowers oh, in I while you're it. walking around. I love it. And it's a crazy killer deal. I mean, we walk, we watch people walk out with a bouquet of sunflowers and of these pails, it would probably be a two or three hundred dollar bouquet. Holy if you went to a florist, yes, yes, they got to pick it. They got to yes. decide what flowers went in there, and they paid us thirty. And you bucks. also, you also sell the snippers, so I can cut them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was a learning thing last year. <laughs> Let me tell you. Because people would get out here like, I well, can't. Well, that was me this. last year. Because I'm like, oh, I'm going to bring this awesome flower home to my wife or my kid. I got a daughter yeah. who would love this. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll just break it off right here. And that didn't happen. So I pulled my knife out. I'm like, I'll just easy little quick snip. I got a sharp knife. And I'm like, no. I'm like using my knife as a hatchet to cut, to cut this sunflower off. And I'm like, yeah, we've got to figure out a way for people to realize like, these flowers are not your flowers you see on the side of the road this, that you can just go and pick. This is the best. What I love about this is that you learned by your own personal oh, yeah. experience about what you had to do for your customers. Yeah. Like sell these things at the, yeah. at, so, right at this moment, we are at the concession little barn yeah. that's at the sunflower patch. I just want you guys to know for any of you who may not be looking at a beautiful day we at this just, moment, we are. If we had what I was working on right now, in the sun, we could have been in the sunflower patch. What? Yeah, so mm, like we're excited. We're working on even making it better. Okay, so, well maybe we'll do this again. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it was, and then that thing is, is like we got two days and we're gonna let people come and pick flowers, and we gotta have a way for them to pick flowers. Yeah. yeah. So we had to go find, well, you know, get shears, yeah. pruning shears, and get them in a two-day period, and get them to where we're not, you know, going to. Walmart and paying 10 bucks yeah, a right, shear right. You have and then to turn it around and people going, I ain't going to pay 10 bucks for shears. I don't want to pay 10 bucks for shears. <laughs> I have those at home. So, yeah. um, so we had to do a lot of legwork in two I days to make that did. happen. So who helps you do this? Do you have a family that um, helps you with this? So my wife is, I've kind of turned the sunflower thing over to her, okay. which is good because mm -hmm. she loves it. Yes. Um, our kids are getting that age. Our oldest is 14. Um, he's super busy with him, you know, he's a 14 year old. Yes, right. He's got a landscaping business that he runs. So he's doing lawns. Plus oh, he's I love like it. working on his second degree of a black belt. And so he's super busy. And then we got four more under them, under him that just keep us busy yeah. anyways. And yeah. my wife busy. So, yeah. um, but she took this over last year. And I just kind of threw her into it because I'm like, I'm in a combine. I can't be there. I don't know it, but someone Thanks has got to be there. And she's like, I <laughs> hate you. This was your idea. Yeah, I hate you right now. <laughs> but it was great because I would get, I would get messages, Marco Polos, from my wife while I'm in the combine. She'd just be like, I love this. Like, this is the coolest. This is the coolest thing. thing. And and our biggest thing is she sees people come in. Right, she's letting them come in, and sometimes they're coming in. A family's coming in for photos. Right, and you got to deal with this little toddler and it's a headache and mom is stressed out like crazy, right? Yes. Because this toddler is going to, is running everywhere right now. And these are not going to be perfect pictures. And we're family pictures right now, yes. right? And my wife sees that and she feels bad for him. And so then 
they go out to the sunflower patch and on the way out, like everybody's just super happy. Oh, I bet. And How they're coming up be? going, that was the best thing I ever did. Aww. We're so thankful, you know. I love and she it. just was like, I love the reaction of everybody coming out. Yeah. Everybody's just How so grateful. How can you be grumpy in the middle of yeah. that beauty? Well, and that's what sunflowers do. They're d designed to put a smile on your face, and they oh, do it. They do. Even a grumpy guy like me, I get out there and I make me happy. Okay, but what I heard you say, maybe it, it answered, you don't harvest these. Like, you're not no. making seed or oil or anything out of these. No, I, I, we tried last year. Um, last year was a rough fall. Maybe with the right fall, we could be able to harvest um a section of these for oil do we just not have a we long just don't enough? have enough long long oh, enough growing season got it. and so um it, it from my research it takes about 180 days from planting to harvest and don't you have to have special equipment to get the seeds and um, stuff out? my grain harvester will do it okay i'd have to change a couple of things in there to make it happen uh -huh. but um, you could do it we could oh yeah definitely could do it um but it comes down to we just we can't drive them down enough yeah and so you know most corn that's raised here is like uh, to give you an idea is around that 80 days uh -huh. to harvest and there's years where we don't have a very good corn harvest and so you don't harvest the corn either mm, i do harvest the corn okay so i do a, i do a short day variety corn i try to stay as short as possible so um i think the shortest day corn right now is like a 76 day variety so we try to shoot for that to no longer than an 85 day and usually we, we can get that uh-huh I don't get a very Depending good corn. I don't get a very good yield off the corn. Yeah, it's nothing. You know, most people that are doing this are shooting for you know two hundred plus bushel an acre, and are if I get a hundred, are there many corn mazes around here? There's, I mean, obviously yeah. we've been used to having this. Yeah, but is that kind of a thing? So it's. I think it's getting more popular. Um, we've seen a couple more in the last you know five six years come up. You've got New Sweden that's actually not too far away. Yeah, uh, they've they've got one that they're doing. Uh, which is great because it makes us have to continue to be better, right? Yeah. And where we moved closer to them, I'm sure they hated us. <laughs> um, so that didn't help matters. But, and then there, there, there's more coming. I mean, I think people are starting to realize that as our population in our area increases, more people want to figure out a fun way to get out and enjoy yeah, and it is the outdoors. So fun. Yeah. And that's what we do. We provide fun. So So how long is the corn maze open? Um, we, we stick with seven weeks. Okay. Uh, people aren't happy with us to, right now because people are looking for something to do. Uh -huh. A lot of people wish we were open right now. Yeah. We get those phone calls going. We get to go to the corn maze and we get to do the sunflower patch and everything's there right now. And it's like, I would love to say yes. Um, the seven weeks kind of comes from previous in Bingham County. That's as long as you can be open. And so when, when they were in Bingham County, they didn't have the opportunity to do sunflowers oh, because they're only allowed a seven-week window. I got it. Bonneville County is a little better, uh -huh. which has allowed for this. Um, but a lot of it just comes down to the time that we have personally to be able to make it happen. So, so you talked a little bit about the counties, um, and that's what I understand. Part of the reason of the move from the Rose Firth area mm -hmm. is that the crop has to be rotated. Mm -hmm. So is that going to be the same? I mean, obviously that will be the same thing for you. Well, so that's the nice part about this piece of property. When Richard contacted me three years ago and said, hey, um, I hear you're thinking about planting some corn in a field, which I was. This field is, uh, isn't is the greatest uh, farm ag property in a sense that it doesn't do a very good job with potatoes. Potatoes don't grow on this property. Okay. And so to keep a rotation, I, I was looking for a, other crops that I could put into this piece of ground that could possibly do good. So corn was one of those we hadn't done. I, my family had never done. And so it was one of those new things for us. And Richard had got wind that I was thinking about putting corn in. And I said, yeah. And he goes, hey, I'm, I'm looking for a new piece of ground. I need to, we've been here since 2011, it's 2018. We need to change it out, um, and I'm having a hard time locating a piece of ground near me that people are willing to let us do this on. Do you have one that's close to the freeway? And he he's, he was also a tractor salesman for years and sold equipment, and so we had a relationship that yeah, way. You already knew and him. he knew my farm, and so he knew that I had pieces of property along the freeway. He didn't know about this piece of property. And I went, Richard, I actually think I got the perfect property for you. And he came up and looked at it, and at first he's like, I don't know, like, this is going to work out. But then as we started laying things out, he's like, you know what, this is going to work out really good. Good. And so he ran it that year up here um, and brought everything up and he did a lot of the work. And 
during the year, he's like, Ryan, I just don't have the time to travel that distance anymore. <laughs> I'm happy to hand he, it over. Yeah, then. he got a new job, which requires him to travel a lot more. Yeah. Um, you know, he's now a regional salesman for Lemkin, a German company. And so he goes to Germany a lot. Plus, he, he has just to go to Montana, to Arizona. So he didn't have the time. This is not like you. This can't be somebody's full time income. Like you actually have not to here. be. Mm -hmm. You have to, you're talking a lot about your family. I'm assuming mm -hmm. you came from a farming family. Yes. And so you started out in agriculture being farming different yeah. crops. Mm -hmm. And you kind of, this kind of just presented itself as yeah. an opportunity. Yeah, corn maize was never on the list of, oh, I'm going to do really? corn maize. That it was never like, you wanted to do. check mark, we're now corn maize yeah, owner. No, yeah. that wasn't there. It was a kind of just right place, right time, fall in our lap. Um, and it is like in our area, um, we we can't do this full time. Yeah. This isn't going to provide a an income level that's going to support a family of five or seven. So um, then, why the heck did you decide to do this? Something different? Um. Yeah. Something new. Something. Cha you know. It was it presented. It, it presented another source of income, and that's the change in in agriculture right now, especially in our area. Um, you know. We look back at the generations. I look like back at my dad's generation. My dad is extremely successful. His uncle, my uncles that ran the farm with him are extremely successful. But their generation made their money on the farm, and then they went and diversified. Um, and today, that's not the way it, it works. Uh, and and You're my generation that can't do it that way. We've because got to change. Because there's not the money to be made on. The there's farm. not the money to be made on the farm. You've got to diversify to be able to afford to farm. That's where it comes down to now. Mm. You've got to have other sources of income in one way or another outside of just raising a crop and farming. Why? Um, it comes down to commodity prices and cost of, of uh, to grow it. Yeah, and um, your equipment and everything. Yeah. It's well, amazing. You know, you, you compare when my dad started 35 years ago, a tractor, a brand new tractor was 40 or 50 grand. That same tractor to do the same, you know, what you would expect to do the same amount of work type deal is going to be two to three hundred thousand dollars now um and then uh you know if a family could live off of three or four hundred acres and make it work and so having the equipment to to operate you, we got such a short window in our area right and so we only have so long we can grow so you can only plant so much with a piece of equipment and so to plant three or four hundred acres you can have to do it with smaller equipment um, well, a family can't live off of three, 400 acres anymore. You mm. need 12, 1500 acres for a per family. Yeah. And so to be able to do 12 or 1500 acres, you have to have a piece of equipment that can do three times the amount of work in the same amount of time. And so that piece of equipment, of course, costs more money. So tell me, like, how does that, how are you about that? You know, Farig has definitely been in your whole, in your blood. And this is, mm -hmm. sounds like exactly what you want to do. But now we're in a situation where it's not even... Well, able to support your family. <laughs> it's funny you say this is exactly what you want to do. Uh, this wasn't what I wanted to oh, do tell me. growing up. Yeah, so tell me. I actually was like, I'm not going to farm. Because I've done this and I'm, I'm out. Well, I watched my dad. I watched the time and effort they put into it. And then all of a sudden a hailstorm comes through. And you're like, all that work and effort, uh, a hailstorm. And you can't control that. There's no, no control, right? So as a teenager, I'm like, you, I might as well go down to Vegas and just roll the dice. Sure. Because that's what farming like looks like to me. And it would take less time. Yeah, and, and I'd either win or lose tomorrow. Like yes. I, you know, yes. I could either go big or go go home. So, um, and, and I, I remember even telling my dad that, like I'd be better off going to Vegas than, than <laughs> living here and farming. And so, but I but owning a business was always the plan. I actually wanted, I wanted to make my passion, which is motorsports, my job. That's a bad idea all, uh -huh. all the way around. Mm -hmm. um, and and I I wanted to be that motorsports dealer owner that knew every job top to bottom. I wanted to go get certified as a technician so I could be the guy that's standing there saying, fixing that Boom. two stroke. I wanted to be yeah. I wanted to go have that that sales background so I could be the guy that could understand the sales side of it and and then I needed the, to know the the management side of it. So I went to school for that. I, mean, okay. I went to school. Okay. Um, I figured business doesn't change much, so I'm gonna get my business side of it out of the way. So I went and got a business degree and got a bachelor's in finance and a bachelor's in business management. And then I was gonna go, the, the next plan was actually to go to Motorcycle Mechanics Institute and go become a tech. Yes. And uh, that isn't the way I went because life happens. 
I have other jobs to get me through school. And I went, yeah, this isn't really what I want to do. Um, sounds great as a teenager. Yes. But as an adult. It's like a dream as yeah. a teenager, right? But then you're, here's what I think I hear you saying. Like your hobby shouldn't be your job because then it's no fun to be a hobby anymore. Mm -mm. It's not a hobby. It's a job. Yeah. It is. And I've watched buddies. I've watched, uh, I'm a, I grew up farming, so it's winter we play. So I'm a huge snowmobile enthusiast. And I've watched buddies take that that passion and go, I'm going to go be a guide. That gets me the chance to get paid to snowmobile every day. Yes. And then I ask, and then you talk with them, and, and you never get to ride with them ever again. And they're like, they're I just working. want to go ride with you guys as friends, <laughs> but I can't. And all my day is doing is pulling people out that don't know how to ride. Right. They're stuck all the time. Right. Snowmobiling is no fun, actually. I got to find a different hobby, you know. Wow. And so, yeah, that's disappointing. Yeah. So yeah. I, so I went. Yeah, that's not really what I want to do. But I, I grew up too, right? Yeah, you matured. I grew up. I yeah. matured. One of the things that 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 didn't that wasn't exciting about ag or farming was I felt like I had no control. Yeah. Mother Nature, God upstairs, He's yeah. the guy controlling so much. There's yeah. so much out of your hands yeah. that you can't control. You know, even with their, their, us having the ability to irrigate, what if we don't get the snow that year? We don't have the water to irrigate, and I can't control that. Okay, upstairs controls that, and so, so it was that all about you out. freak. That was like I don't want that because I don't have I any control. I want to have more control. Yeah, but reality is, you know, had a couple jobs. Um, you know, in you know, I got fired. I've got you know, tried different things, and reality is, nobody really has control. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so I learned that I learned pretty quick um, that I don't want a boss controlling my lifestyle. And so that's where the whole, you know, kind of stem back to I want to own my dealership because I want to have control of the dealership. I want to be in control of, of my lifestyle. Yeah, right. I don't want to want somebody to say today. I mean, you the, need the to first job work. I ever got fired fired by, from was. They told me, yeah, everything's going great. We're good. You're good. And then a week later, they said, you're gone. And I'm like, wait a second. I thought everything's good to go. I've been working for you for four years. Yeah. So how I does went, this work? Anyways, so they, that's when I kind of realized I want to have control. Yeah. And that's kind of what I tell my buddies when we talk about it. It's like, who do you, who am I going to bank on most? I'm going to bank on myself. I'll, I know I'm going to put the time and effort and I'm going to do what it takes. And that's when that farming went. You know what? If, if I'm going to choose what I want to do, and what I'm wanting to control, that's where farming came mm -hmm. into play. Mm -hmm. So that's when I came back to the farm. A couple other things came into play that allowed me to work my way into the farm, get some ownership in there. and Because do you have siblings that are a part uh, of the family? No, my siblings are all smart enough that they went and did other things. <laughs> but they're all also business owners too. So apparently yeah. my dad taught us a this way. This was the way you guys were all going to be. You were going to own our own business. You know, my brother has a chiropractic office here in Shelley that yes. he opened two, three years ago. My sisters started and sold two or three businesses. My other sister's a masseuse. So yeah. we all kind of do our own thing. Yeah. Um, but last, you know, when we when the corn maze became an option, it, it wasn't really, like I said, it wasn't going to be an option. I was buying a farm. I was in the process of purchasing my dad and uncles out. I had this huge commitment to get a 2,000-acre operation roughly. And that, in today's economy, is not cheap. Right. And so... When Richard came to me and he's like, hey, do you want to take over the Wild Venture Corn Maze? I'm like, in addition, I got to buy Richard out now, too. Yeah. Um, but we were just going to do it. We just said, yeah, let's make it happen. Why not? Like, what's the worst going to happen? We lose our home? Okay, whatever. I just love what you're saying because I think so many times we get paralyzed by all the what ifs. Oh, yeah. And we don't take the risks that are gonna take us to that next level. And you're right, so what will happen? Yeah. Like, yeah, the bottom could fall out and then you just I, I could go work out. for somebody else and tomorrow they could fire me. So yeah, exactly. it's not any Same different, thing. really, right? I love that. And we talk with bigger numbers. I, I speak in a lot larger, I, I speak differently now yes. because our, my mindset's different. Yes. My wife hasn't quite got to that mindset. There's times <laughs> she's when she's like, I'm over here at 200 yeah, acres, not yeah, 2,000. Well, well, it's just numbers, right? And to me as a financial, you know, getting my finance degree, numbers came it's just easy. Math. It's yeah. just math. And yeah. the numbers work. But the thing is, like, I put the numbers down. And if you put the numbers down as a financial analyst on farming right now, the numbers don't work. They just don't. Yeah. And that's probably the scariest thing for me is going, I've ran the numbers. Some of it's fake. And the numbers doesn't work. But 
um, we're just we're, we're going to rely on the guy upstairs to make sure it happens because it's what we want to do. Yeah. And if it doesn't happen, I guess it wasn't meant to be. Well, sometimes you do just have to ha come to that piece that um, I'm just going to go forward. Yeah. Like, I just, I, you can paralyze yourself just holding yourself back. You just got to go forward. If it's going to work, it's going to work. And if not, yeah. not. Well, and like you say, you, you got to take those risks and, and that risk reward. If you stay in your comfort zone, you're not going to get anything better. So do you think that you're more risky than what you were trained to, you know, brought up to be? Oh, do you yeah. Think? yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's probably the biggest issue my dad has right now. Yeah, he's freaking out watching you. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. I've made some financial decisions over the last year, and my dad's like, I don't know if the guy knows what he's doing. Like, this isn't, you know. <laughs> you're just a and, little punk. And and reality is, like, I don't know if he knows that he has these two sayings, and I don't know if he he does it on purpose or how honestly how he feels, but it they're motivative sayings for me, but taken the wrong way, they'd really be bad. Yeah. Because he's like, he constantly is like, the guy, you just don't understand how things work. And I'm like, well, watch me. Like, <laughs> I'm going like, to figure it I'm out. I'm sorry. Yeah, mm -hmm. maybe I don't, mm -hmm. but we're going to make it happen. Yeah. I, it and motivates me to be better. So yes. I don't know if he's like, I'm going to tell him this because then he's going to go get it done. I don't know if he it's does that. It's doing the exact opposite. It's like a yeah. challenge. Yeah, it's like, watch me. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll, I'll prove you that I, to you that I, I know what I'm doing. I think a lot of us are motivated that way. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. Well, we got to have a motivation. Yes. And, and if your money motivated, don't be a farmer. Okay, as much, good to know. as much as people think like farmers may get big and yeah, farmers are so rich, we we put on a persona. But again, it comes down to numbers, and that's right now that's the real difference between me and my wife. Like I call up the banker and talk, you know, say I need to transfer twenty from my operating line so I can cover expenses this month. Again, I work for nine months. I get paid the last three months. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, so, so for the first nine months, the I'm just, I'm just to kind of carry going into you. debt, going into debt, yeah. going into debt every day. And then yeah. the last three months is hopefully we can pay that debt off. Yeah, right. And so when I call, I'm like, I need 25. And my wife's like, oh, 25 bucks? What, like, I got $25 in the check. I'm like, no, 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 no. no. That'd be 1000 like, Yeah, there's a couple zeros <laughs> after that that I just leave off. Because I don't, I don't, that's they, what it is. It goes without saying. It just goes without saying. You know, when you go and buy a four hundred thousand dollar combine, it's like it was yeah. four hundred. Yeah, that's what it is. You yeah. don't worry about the thousand because that just blows your mind. Well, you're right. It is math, and you can add as many zeros as you want to, but it kind of becomes like a gazillion bazillion. You know, like yeah. the money just is. And I'm not yeah. trying to make light of that. It's just you know what your operations well, yeah. are. You know what you got to deal with in, and that's so, and how I've you read function. Books. It's about a mindset, and I've read books that it's like, do you want to have the millionaire mindset or do you want to have the billionaire mindset? It's yeah. just about the mindset of those numbers. And a millionaire is stuck in a millionaire's as a millionaire because yeah. he has a millionaire's mindset. Yeah. And most people are stuck in a thousand. You know, yeah, they're thinking it's like, terrifying. A, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to spend a thousand dollars this month on whatever. I'm like, do you realize I spend a thousand dollars to fix one gearbox on a pivot? Yeah, yeah. And I go through a dozen of them a year. Well, you're so. right. It is a mindset. Some of us cannot even comprehend what yeah. that is. But I'm really grateful for you taking this risk and creating this beautiful space for us. Oh, it's, it's been pretty fun. awesome. It's been fun. What's your favorite thing about it? Um, the people, which is weird. I'm a farmer because I like to sit in a tractor for 18 hours a day and not talk to anybody. Yeah, right. But the best part is when people come out of either the sunflower patch or the corn maze and they're just like, thank you. You know, um, I had to literally the other day take a uh, probably a three or four year old girl to her car off the zip lines because she wouldn't leave me because <laughs> I was the one giving her the zip line. Yeah. And her mom's like, it's time to go. And she just had a fit, like laid down in the grass, kicking and screaming. <laughs> and she goes, I want him. And I'm like, this guy? Yeah, really? And so I took her to her car because she didn't want to leave. Yeah. And that right there, I'm like, that is what we want. We want everybody to come here and, and not, not want, want to leave. leave. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so our goals are, how do we do that? Um, how do we make it so that people don't want to leave? Yeah. And you get to see that and you love yeah. it. It's awesome. It's so good. Okay, so you talked a little bit about this, but I want to explore just a tiny bit. Do you, you know, you, you sound pretty confident. You're taking these risks. Mm -hmm. Does that ever scare you? Do you have ever oh. feelings of doubt? Like, what the hell have not we sleep just done? Night? Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Constantly, constantly. I mean, so. How do you overcome that? You just go with it. You just I, get up I, the next I, day and do it. I mean, I, there's no formula. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't think, I think if you talk to anybody that's started a business or 
decided they were going to go $2 million in debt to, to get an operation up and running of some sort. They don't really know, right? It's a day by day. You just say, well, here's the challenges today. Um, and I guess the biggest thing is, is you got to be willing to solve problems. If you're not comfortable solving problems, you can't, this you can't do it. You this be. isn't what you'd be doing. Mm -hmm. Go, go find an eight to five job. Yeah. Because yeah. every day's a, a new problem to solve, and, you, and that's all you do is solve problems all day long. Amen. Yeah, that's right? so true. And if you're not willing to be that fire putter, I think that there are systems we can put in place to reduce the fires that we're putting out. But that's essentially what your job is. Yeah, is putting uh, out. Fires. Well, and, and, and be efficient. It's all about efficiency. And if you have to put the same fire out every day, you're doing something wrong. You know, it should yeah, be a exactly. new fire. Yeah, exactly. It should be something new going. Because <laughs> there's a new challenge. But yeah, it's just like. You know, I'm looking at these sunflowers and I went, we're going to do it different next year because this doesn't work. Why? What's wrong with it this year? We planted them wrong. Oh. We planted them backwards. But Sh backwards isn't really the way either. So how do I, how do next year? So right now, if you look at the sunflower patch, you're going to walk into next week. You can already see most of these flowers have lost all their petals. Yeah. That mm -hmm. doesn't look very pretty to you. Got it. You want the petals. Uh-huh. Right? But I've got to stagger my planting somehow. So right now... You know, over the next, it still looks pretty good, but by here in the end of two weeks, that's just going to look like a sea of black heads. Right, so when I drive up, I'm going to be like, what the Yeah, heck? especially when they're standing here going, hey, you want me to pay to go in and see yeah. these? Like, no, you You're don't like, understand. You're like, no, deep in there, they're Just pretty. go back, <laughs> and there's a whole new section that just came into bloom. I promise you. Yeah. I can't, it'd be like tearing down the front of your store, yeah. you know, and saying, hey, I promise it still looks good inside. Yeah. Um, so we got so to do you've it got some challenges you've got to overcome. Yeah. So that's exactly what you're saying is yeah. there's new problems to solve. Yeah. Like we saw it's working. Like we crossed our fingers. We hope that staggering the planting, we hope that maybe getting a different variety would help. It did. That's working. Great. Now I got a new problem I got yeah. to solve. <laughs> I got to figure and it out how to make it better. next year there will be another one. And yeah, next year there's going to be something different. Yeah. You know? It's the, it's the way of business, but that's what makes it exciting. Yeah, that's what makes it fun. So what advice would you have for anybody who's looking for self-employment? You've talked a little bit about that, but anything that you haven't said that you would well, advise people? You know, the biggest thing, as I talk to even my buddies that, that want to go that route, um, is who do you, my biggest thing is who, who do you trust the most, right? And I trust me the most to provide for me and my family. You know, I'm going to do whatever it takes. If that means I got to put in a 20-hour day, I'll put in a 20-hour day. You know, there's times I've done 36 plus hours and never, you Slept. know, never never got out of a tractor mm. because that's what it took to get the job done that day. Um, and most most people aren't willing to do that. Yeah, and you if have you're to be not willing to. willing to do that, then don't don't be a business owner mm -hmm. because that's what's going to take. I'm sure you've seen it, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And your husband's probably put that time in every once in a while. <laughs> yes. Um, and if you're not willing to be that way all the time, this isn't a, you do it, you do it for a, a month or two or even a year or two. Um, it's, it's pretty consistent. Well, what I think about it is that the highs are really high. They're so exciting when great things happen, mm -hmm. but a lot of the stuff is mundane and you just plug through the mundane in order to have these highs oh, yeah. and it's so worth it. Oh, it is. It, and, and you've got to be able to reflect on the highs. You've got to be an optimism, an optimistic person. If you don't have optimism, don't do this either. If you're always the half is laugh is empty type of guy. You'll be miserable. Yeah, especially as a farmer. Like we, we go into planting going, oh, the price of the commodities are in the toilet because of this whole coronavirus this year. Mm. And they're not going up. They're going down. They were going up before. We were... We were going, oh, finally, first time in 10 years, we're going to have a good year. And then we got And then like a light switch, we went, this is going to be our worst year. Ugh. And yet we've got to plant it. We've got to put in six, eight months of work, effort, expenses, and costs to, with the hope, 100%, that on the backside, we're going to make money. Mm -hmm. um, and so you got to have yeah, that optimism. Yeah, you can't back out. It's not no. like, oh, I've changed my mind. Yeah, no. it's like, oh, hey, I've decided <laughs> not to farm this year. Yeah, not, you're halfway like, <laughs> in. Yeah, yeah. you've got to finish. And so you got to be optimistic that um, that that things are always going to work out if if you put in the time and effort and do the work. Yeah, yeah. You can't just sit back and say, you know. All these conditions around whether it's yeah, going to so, work. Yeah, yeah. You, you've got to do the work. Well, what's the future for the Wild Adventure Corn Maze and all the stuff that you're doing? Uh, our goal, one of the, you brought it up earlier and we didn't touch on it. Uh, 
this location, our goal is to be able to, we can be at this location. The reason why this location is so good um, is that it's big enough that we can be here indefinitely. Okay. Um, you, as you look out right now, Renee, you can see the sunflower patch. Last year, that's where the corn maze was. Oh, got it. So where the corn maze is this year, that's where the sunflower patch oh. will be next year. Okay. And so we won't ever be in that situation. We're like, we've got to switch pieces of ground because we need a crop you rotation. Can rotate. You know, we might have to take a year off from the sunflowers and switch out, but sunflowers are actually really good for the soil. So uh, I don't see that being an issue. Um, there's other factors that will come into play on whether or not we stay here. Uh, things that, again, I don't have in control. I wish I owned this piece of property because then it'll allow me to do some thing. of the things. Mm -hmm. You know, there's some there's some investment I want to put into the corn maze to make it even that much more fun. I'm, I've been, uh, you know, I spent six hours with a corn maze owner over in North Carolina and talked about what they do and what's what they're seeing as successful. And I would love to do some of the things they do here, but not owning the ground, I can't put that investment oh, into the property. Yeah. Uh, I would love to be able to do that. Um, so if a piece of property comes up that makes sense that we can purchase and make it ours so that we can take the Wild Adventure Corn Maze to that next level, um, I'm gonna try and make that happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, right now I don't see it. Well, that's so. the great thing is that you, I mean, although we get used to you being in a certain location, you are mobile. Like yeah. you, you can be someplace else. Yeah. Well, and, that, and it's why we've got like, you know, our offices are mobile, yeah. our little concession stand we got here, it's mobile. Yeah. You know, I haven't put a lot of money into keeping it. We could pull the zip lines out. It'd take a little work, but we could pull them out and set them up somewhere else. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of those other things, you know, it'd be adding more things like the zip lines. Yeah, um, some more permanent some structures. Some more permanent structures that would take a lot, a little bit more effort to get out. Well, maybe we'll see those but soon, someplace. I would love, Who knows? you know. You just don't good. know. If I could find it, if someone's got a piece of property, let me know. But I so, have a feeling that you have ideas even that you're not sharing or willing to share at this moment, just for what oh, you're yeah. gonna be doing We've got us. some announcements this year. Um, uh, the other thing, I guess, that ties into owning your own business, you've got to have partners to work with, whether they're industry partners or business partners. Um, and that is one thing that the corn maze, we've got companies, local companies that we work with that help us be able to provide the fund and building those relationships. And they have ideas. They're like, like sponsorships? Yeah. What are you talking so like, about? Uh -huh. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we have companies that sponsor um, certain locations like... Uh, uh, for instance, we're working with Classic, Classic Auto in Auto Falls, yeah. Auto Repair there. Uh, Brewster and I are good friends. Yes. Um, and he's like, I want to I be a part of this. I think it'd be fun. And I go, you know what, Brewster, would be great. Let's make the barrel train that much more fun. Oh, how cool. And you're, cool. An, auto, you're an auto yeah. body shop. Like, yes. how can we make this barrel train more fun? And he's like, I, I got, got some ideas. ideas. <laughs> you know, and that's great. That's not me. Yeah, I, I and can't let do him that. run like, with it. I'm using these blue barrels that I get from the farm for chemical <laughs> that I've washed out and sanitized. Here, put it, a kid in you there. Know, <laughs> cut a hole in it, now I got a kid. And he's gonna be like, so we could do like a semi. I know, it'd be I'm so like, darling. Oh, how awesome would that, how much more fun would a kid I wanna know, be? I know, it'd be so right? cool. I wanna be in the semi, yeah. I wanna be in the race car. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. So I can't do that. I've gotta have somebody else that I, I that work it. with. And he's so gonna take good. the time and the effort and put in the money. And part of that is he gets gets to be a part of this. Well, what I love is that it's the excitement. The community has a lot of yeah. excitement around you being successful. Oh, yeah. Not only those partners, but those of us who come and get to enjoy yeah. this place. It's just like, let's let's help Ryan be successful. Yeah, like, I love it when, you know, one of the comments we had last year was, I love the fact that they, we get to come out here and they just feel like their kid can just run wild. Yeah. Because what we're, are they going to do? What are they going to hurt? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> the dirt? You know, they're going to hurt themselves. But um, <laughs> They might get a little dirty. Yeah. But that's about it. But they just could come out and enjoy. Yeah, And so it. often we go to these places and there's so many rules and regulations. Especially Don't touch now. this. And, yeah. And especially it, yeah, especially now. now. And mm -hmm. so we're hoping that people come out and enjoy this. Um, and you know, enjoy the beautiful yeah. scenery and the weather and the outside. And oh, yeah. We hope we have an We're awesome fall. We're starving for we, this. We hope we don't have a fall like last year. Last yeah. year was horrible for yeah. fall for a corn maze season. Like first year as an operator for corn maze, worst year ever. <laughs> like shoot me in the head. But that just tells me that apparently it was meant to be. And this year's <laughs> going to be better. And like I, it and has to be. It has to be. It can't get worse. You can't. You it think. was the worst. Out of, out of 12 years of corn maze data, 
It was the worst Last year. <laughs> so, like quite literally the worst. So uh, it can only get better from here. Yeah. Can't get any worse. Well, so. Brian, it has been such a pleasure to be able to talk with you. And thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Um, the Sunflower Days. Hey, tell us, what are your hours? Because I didn't ask oh, you. Oh, yeah. So first Sunflower Days, it's Monday through Thursday, 5 p.m. to dark. Okay. And we so don't, it's an evening kind it's of It's an thing. evening. You want to come out here during sunset. Like, yeah. this is beautiful. Come out during sunset. It's, you can't top it. We yeah. One of the things we've got are people just requesting to us to have benches, which if you notice in the back of my truck, there's a bench. There's a bench. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're working on more of them. Got it. They just want to come out and sit and enjoy the sunset yeah. and watch the sunflowers. Yeah. Because you don't get that anywhere. Yeah. Um, so Monday through Thursday from 5 p.m. to dark, we don't kick anybody out. So when they finally decide they use their cell phones as flashlights and get out of there, they come out. <laughs> um, and but then, what you're also saying is if you're lost in there, you're on your own. Yeah, oh, kind of. <laughs> We're working on that too, by the way. Okay. Um, there's big things for the corn maze. Okay. Um, it's, you really can't get lost in there, Renee. There's, okay. there's easy outs. Even me. Yeah, you can't right. get lost. Okay. And then uh, Fridays and Saturdays, we're open from noon to, to dark as well. This Saturday, we've got the uh, fair food tours coming in. Oh, how fun. Uh, Dinky Donuts will be here this Friday, probably starting around 4 or 5. And probably and then, by the time you guys listen to this, you will have missed it. Yeah. Because this won't come out before then. But hey, those are the fun kind of yeah. things that you get to have. Well, and we're adding fun all the time. So, yeah. um, you know, we we weren't going to do the zip lines, but then so many people want to just come out and hang out and yeah. have something for their kids to do. Was, Fine, let's do the zip lines. And I noticed that you have cornhole boards we have and cornhole, other fun things. Um, and we've got some little pedal bikes. Um, you know, we're working on, we're taking the feedback that we're getting and we're trying to incorporate as much as we can. Yeah, it's a great place. You know, as long as people are patient with us, they got to understand like this is quite literally our busiest time of year. Uh, I mean, the corn maze, I'm not doing potatoes, so I don't have harvest. Sunflowers, I'm in the middle of my grain harvest, which really is the number one priority. Um, and so... So be patient. Be patient with us. Mm-hmm. Next year will be even better. We'll add what we can. Um, the corn maze, as long as we can get everything in place, is going to be even bigger and better this year. So. Well, it's definitely popular. You, um, This is beloved by all of our Um, East Idaho. So thank you for doing it. We appreciate you providing the opportunities to make great memories for all of us. So please keep it up and we look forward to all the exciting things you have planned in the future. Well, we appreciate everybody coming out and enjoying the fun. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks, Renee. As a reminder, guys, this show is sponsored by Oswald Service and Repair with locations in Idaho Falls and Rexburg. You guys, we were voted number one mechanic for the third year in a row by the Post Register's Reader's Choice. So thank you so much. And we appreciate your support. And if any of you are searching for an automotive repair or um, a maintenance place provided with honesty and integrity, there's only one place to go, and that's to come and see us and let our family take care of your family. Thank you for listening to East Idaho Entrepreneur's Podcast. Proudly brought to you by Oswald Service and Repair. For all your car care needs in Eastern Idaho, let our family take care of yours. www.oswaldserviceinc.com